This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Have you ever wondered what are some of the best ways to spend time with your wife and build a relationship in the process. Today, what I'm gonna do is unpack some of the best ways that you can spend time with your wife today and build your relationship in the process. There's guaranteed to be at least one suggestion that you can implement and really build your relationship. So, let's roll the intro. Welcome to the Husband's Coach's Corner, the podcast that teaches husbands how to love their wife every day and become better men in the process. I'm your host, Chris Scott, aka The Husband Coach. Welcome back to the Husband Coach's Corner, the podcast designed to teach husbands how to love their wives every single day. Now, I have been out of the loop for the last week because this computer that I have, uh, won't name the computer, it was giving me some issues. I think I solved the problem. I wasn't able to record. I wasn't able to edit. So I'm sorry, but I'm back. And today's going to be a shorter episode, uh, specifically because what I have going on, uh, I just got the computer fixed and it is fairly late on Thursday night. So I want to get this edited and or recorded, edited and posted all tonight, which I typically spread out over a couple days. So I need a shorter podcast that I can work on and, and get that released. So uh, please bear with me. And hopefully I have figured out what is going on with my computer. Now, the next thing that I want to mention is I'm changing the way the drills work and how I release those. So if you're interested in that, stay tuned until the end. I'm going to break that down because I really want to dive into today's content. And then the last thing, if you haven't already, I'm talking about the drills. uh, I have a newsletter and on the newsletter, I share information uh, about loving your wife. I do realize at the time of the recording, I have not sent out a single newsletter. So for everyone who signed up, one, I want to say I'm sorry that I haven't been able to get around to the newsletter. I promise it's coming. It's a little struggle being a one man show. However, what you will get when you sign up to the news email list, the newsletter email list is a copy of the wife journal. Now, if you're not familiar with the wife journal, uh, very simply put, it is a way of logging information about your wife so you can learn about her and grow in love with her over time. And you can really just write down the things that you'll eventually forget. But because you have the wife journal, you'll be able to go back and refer to it. Comes in super handy around Valentine's Day, anniversary, birthdays and Christmas because there's a section in there where you can write down all of the gifts that your wife has mentioned she wants over the time. So if you want that, it's a free digital download. Uh, It comes straight to your email. Just go into the description box or the show notes. Click on the uh, link that'll take you to the sign up page. Sign up for the newsletter and you'll get that instantly. All right. So with all the housekeeping stuff out of the way, let's get right into the things that you can do. Now, 
the very first one that I recommend that you do with your wife is cooking. Doesn't matter if you're good or if you're just mediocre at it, whatever. Uh, do cooking, do cooking. Cook with your wife, all right? The reason why you want to cook with your wife is it's going to give you tons of uh, close quarters time uh, because most kitchens, you know, some kitchens are large, but uh, many kitchens are pretty small. Nah, not many kitchens. Anyway, look, you want to be in a closer area with your wife doing stuff. The closer you are to her, the more connected she's going to feel to you. And you may not even need to provide physical touch if that's one of her love languages. Uh, besides that, take the back seat when it comes to cooking, uh, even if your wife is not good at cooking. All right. And I say that because if she is teaching you something and she's connecting with you through sharing something that she does, uh, then you want to give her the benefit of the doubt that she's teaching you something and you just stay present in the moment. You may not get good food at the end of it if your wife is not good at cooking. And that's no dig to the wives that can't cook very well. All right. But what you will get at the end of it is a connection with your wife that goes a lot deeper than, you know, what we tend to try and get out of our wives with, you know, uh, physical touch and stuff like that. Now, if your wife is a good cook, and she is sharing with you, uh, and she's passionate about cooking. This is a huge win for you. If your wife is passionate about cooking, you should be cooking with her as often as you possibly can, taking the back seat, being her sous chef, being her hands, being her helper, even if that's just washing the dishes for her, right? Uh, many of you have heard me talk about washing the dishes in my house. I wash the dishes for my wife because she does not care to do that, but I have no problem with washing dishes, so... Uh, I wash dishes while she cooks and we hold a conversation and it may not seem like much in the moment, but my wife has confirmed for me that when I'm in the kitchen with her, she just enjoys it. And if I can bring her some form of joy just by being in her presence uh, and, you know, build her up, I get to learn that much more about her. Right. So cooking definitely a good thing to do. The next one is working out. Now, physical fitness, couples that work out, uh, many, many years ago, way before I got married, um, there was this TV show called Good Morning America. In fact, I think Good Morning America is still on the air today, but there was a segment in Good Morning America that talked about couples that work out together, stay together. Now, I'm not buying into that particular uh, jargon or whatnot. What I will buy into is when you work out with your wife, regardless of if she's good at it or if you're good at it or whomever, whatever it is, if you, even if it's just walking around the block, right? When you are working out with your wife, you're spending time with her. You're putting forth the effort to better yourself and you are both bettering each other because maybe she's going to push you or maybe you're going to push her. Um, for all of my husbands out there that are like fitness experts and gurus, try not to push your wife too hard. You know, don't be uh, a drill sergeant and yelling at her if she's not doing push-ups properly or anything crazy like that, uh, because you'll 
instantly kill the moment. Instead, what you want to do is encourage her and say, yeah, keep pushing, keep working. Uh, because the truth is, you're not really there to get the workout in as much as you're there to build your relationship with your wife. All right. Uh, when I work out, I work out by myself for the most part. And if my wife says, hey, can I work out with you? Then I know that I'm not there to get the best workout that I'm going to get. Uh, because typically when I work out, I put headphones in and I zone out and I do what I need to do, whatever my, uh, whatever's on the, the menu for the day. Whereas when my wife is working out with me, she likes to work out, but she doesn't like to be ignored and I can easily ignore people when I'm working out. So working out great, great way of spending time with your wife. The next one is creating something. Now, I'll keep this very simple and generic. Whatever you are doing with your wife, uh, be it legal, mind, the, mind you, uh, create whatever it is. And the reason why this is so uh, beneficial is because when you are making stuff, you are using um, a different side. You know, it, even if you're not a creative person, right, you're using a different part of your brain and Sometimes you'll find out that your wife has a really creative side to her or you'll find out that you have a really creative side and you're sharing that with your wife. And that can lead to so many different things just because you're spending this time being vulnerable, opening up to your wife's creating things, doing whatever it is. And uh, this could be painting. This could be clay. You know, I don't really care for clay because the, the mess, but. You know, it could be almost anything that you want it to be. As long as you're making stuff, you're going to be able to really build that relationship. All right. The next one is painting. Now, this one, I, I know that I said creating something and then I go into painting. The reason why I talk about painting is because it is so relaxing. Right. Uh, and I'm not talking about like painting uh, portraits or buildings or, you know, something that's like, you look at it and you're like, oh, man, you're an artist. Uh, I guess that's a very arbitrary statement. I won't say it like that. Um, you don't have to paint realistic things. All right. You could just put color on a canvas and, and just wipe the brush around and be like, hey, I'm painting. Uh, the reason why I recommend painting. And if you can do like one of those paint and sip classes where they teach you how to paint. I think I recommended this before. In some of the previous episodes, probably the quality time episode uh, that I did back when I was talking about the five love languages. Uh, but painting, it really does open you up to conversation because it slows you down and you don't have to really think too hard when it comes to painting. Uh, and, you know, if you are one of the people out there that thinks extremely hard when it comes to painting, um, I will encourage you to open up your mind and relax just a little bit while you are painting whatever it is with your wife. All right. Spend the time with your wife painting. The next one is a fun one. This is dancing. Now, I am a terrible dancer. I am awful at it. Uh, and the irony is I'm a musician. You, you see the keyboard back here. I have my guitar up there. Uh, it, it's not that I don't have rhythm and that I can't understand syncopation and, and things of that sort. It is I cannot move my body 
or at least my whole body, I can move my hands uh, to the rhythm. I am not very good at moving my body and mating the uh, the the downbeat when I'm dancing. I am not good at dancing. Uh, and yeah, so. But because I'm not good at it and my wife knows I'm not good at it, it's an instant comedy hour whenever I go dancing with my wife or if we're just at home and we're dancing together uh, because I'm not good at it, but I own the fact that I'm not good at it. So one of the things that I will encourage you is find something that your wife enjoys doing that you're not good at because and then own that because what that does is it shows your wife that you're comfortable with letting your guard down and letting her see a side of you that isn't like this masculine superhero if you're trying to be the macho guy all right so go dancing or or do something along those lines um the next one is a road trip now i know that road trips are fairly not as fun right now because of the pandemic um but when road trips become available and you can go out and drive, which I guess you can right now, uh, you're not going to be able to go into like areas, but whatever. Take a road trip, drive four hours down the road one way, stop for a little while, have some coffee along the way uh, and, you know, chill out, take some pictures and then drive four hours back in whatever direction. Right. Just drive four hours away from your house, drive four hours back to your house. You will be amazed and and have some com okay, so let me let me backtrack just a second. You've got to have some really good conversational material. Uh, and I'm not going to tell you what that is, but if you are paying attention to the things that your wife likes to talk about, and I'm not talking about like argument material, right? I'm talking about stuff that just gets you both thinking. That's what you want on this road trip. And it's just the two of you. If you have to bring your kids, uh, this works better if your kids are younger and they're not going to like when I say younger, I mean, like they're going to go to sleep in the car type younger uh, and not really interrupt or eavesdrop and not fully understand what you're talking about, because you don't want to feel intruded upon with your kids sitting back there thinking, uh, you know, I can't speak about what I want to because the kids are here. Uh, you want to have as much open opportunity to be vulnerable with your wife in a conversation as much as you possibly can. All right. So that is my recommendation. Uh, go on a road trip, have some good conversation material and make sure that the material goes deep into conversation you don't want dry, boring conversations and you don't have to have you don't have to talk about every single thing that you plan to talk about, but have something. And it really doesn't matter who drives. If your wife enjoys driving more than you, let her drive. And if your wife prefers you to drive, then you drive. It's really not that big of a deal. The last thing that I have is planning pranks on your kids. Uh, my wife and I love to prank our kids. We played this one prank and my wife really comes up with most of these. I just go along with them. All right. Uh, and if she's listened to this, she'll probably laugh about these. But we played a prank on our oldest daughter where we put a blanket over her and 
my wife pretended as if she made her invisible. Now, we have a younger daughter who was not in the room at the time. So uh, we're downstairs. Our old, our younger daughter is upstairs. And, you know, my oldest daughter, she's not really falling for it, but we're just messing with her. And she kept on making our, you know, my wife pulls the blanket away and we're like, oh, no, where is Anaya? Where is Anaya? We can't find Anaya. Oh, no. And, uh, you know, like pretending as if she was invisible. We could see her the whole time. Don't tell her that because to this day, we still don't want to tell her that we've seen her. But whatever. She knew that she wasn't invisible, but we were playing this prank on her. And our youngest daughter, we had to rope her into it. So I had to find a way to go upstairs and not obviously tell her. uh, So my oldest daughter can still continue to feel silly that we think she's invisible. Nonetheless, look, I'm not going to bore you with the full story. Moral of the story is spend time planning pranks on your kids. Safe, fun, wholesome pranks. Don't do anything that's going to get them in trouble or or put their their safety in danger or anything like that. That's terrible. Uh, Instead, do something that's fun, that's going to be a memory. That is what the key takeaway is about all of the things that I just mentioned. Is you want to create a memory. Now, the reason why you want to create a memory is because... uh, or one of the best ways to spend time with your wife is to do something that creates a memory. Don't do the redundant, mundane, uh, watching a movie, eating popcorn, stuff like that. There's nothing wrong with that, okay? I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. What I'm saying is, how many times do you remember doing that with your wife? Or a better way of putting it is, what type of long-lasting memory did you develop? I guarantee you it was not a very good one or a very long lasting one. Uh, I've watched many movies with my wife. I watched a ton of TV with my wife. And yes, there are some uh, movies that we went to the theater to see and we remember what we've seen and our reactions to the film. But what we were relying on is a film to be either really, really good or in the case of the the film that we went to see, I won't name it. And we were just like, this is awful. And we just remember laughing out of there. Like, we just wasted how much ever it cost to get in here to see this film. And, you know, it was just terrible. But again, um, we were waiting for the film to give us the memory uh, not us creating the memory, um, you know, the, the long-term memory. That's all I'm saying about that. All right. So if dinner and a movie is your thing and that's just what you and your wife do, then kudos. Great. Just keep knocking it out of the park. If that's a home run in your marriage. Uh, but I will probably say that many of us, that is not the case. Our wives, they want to create a memory that goes a little bit deeper than just sitting down and uh, mindlessly consuming some sort of media. All right. Now, some of the other reasons why these particular ideas are uh, the best, and it all ties back to creating the memory. 
The first one is it gets you doing something. Anytime that you are actively doing something, you are more likely to generate some sort of uh, emotional response of joy, fear, whatever it is um, of what it, what you're doing. All right. Because you're actively engaged in it. You're not passively engaging in whatever the activity is. You're you're doing something to make the thing happen. That is a big deal. Now, the other thing is it requires effort. When you put in effort, you get stuff back. Right. Um, it, it's like the compounding effect or, or principle that the more you do, the more you get. Now, obviously, you have to do good stuff to get good stuff. Uh, get doing bad stuff or mediocre stuff usually yields mediocre or bad stuff. So that is a little bit of a difference. But for the most part, whenever you are putting in effort, you're going to get something out. And it's going to drive to that memory that I was talking about. And then the last thing is it's collaborative. Every single thing that I talked about so far of this suggestion is a collaboration between your wife and yourself. And when you start to build your ability to work together on doing things, if that's you helping her cook or you helping uh, paint half of a picture, you dancing with her, being her dance partner, right? Uh, the, the working out piece, these are all collaborative. When you do those types of things, you're team building. All right. Now, some of you may be familiar with this concept of team building, uh, from the corporate world and, uh, or just working in some sort of office or, or some sort of collaborative space. Well, the same concept holds true in marriage, and I would argue that it holds up even more so in marriage because and is more important to do in marriage because as husbands and as wives, we tend to become complacent in the way that we respond or treat our spouse. So my recommendation is that you develop some deliberate team building drills. OK, so. That brings me to today's summary, and because I said the word drills, I'm just going to go ahead and start talking about those. So, one of the things that I have found as a challenge as a one-man show is producing the drills on a weekly basis. So, instead, what I'm going to do is batch them all together, and I'm going to send them out as one uh, email along with the newsletter every single month. And what you're going to get in that email is first, all of the drills. You're going to get the newsletter that I have very slowly been uh, preparing. And you're also going to get the lineup of podcasts. So you're going to know what podcasts are coming up next. And I think that's going to give you just a, a really nice preview, let you kind of map out what the month is going to look like. Uh, and you can tune into the podcast that you're really interested in and kind of skip over the ones that you may not be interested in. And that's perfectly fine. No sweat off my back, right? 
Uh, I'm doing this to provide whatever type of service that helps you become a loving, compassionate, empathetic husband. So you're going to get three things in the email every single month. The first one is going to be the newsletter. The second one is going to be the drills for all of the podcasts that are coming up. And then the third thing is going to be inside of the newsletter, but it's going to be a preview of the podcast episodes that are coming out for that month. So you can tune into the ones that you want. All right. Well, this has been a really fun podcast to film and to record overall. If you're on YouTube, please smash the like button. If you are on any of the podcasting platforms that allow you to interact with it, uh, please do so. It just helps the algorithms over on those platforms share this information with people that may be looking for it. And speaking of sharing, if you know someone that will benefit from this episode, please share it with them. All right. Uh, and spread the word. All right. Well, I hope that this podcast resonated with someone. And until the next time, I want you guys to find a way to love your wife every day. Peace out.